Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I was noticing with with work so like I had there was one week where I had two days off in a row and if those two days together felt really long like I had gotten off at six the day before then I had two days off and then I went to work at one um what was it oh noon and it just felt really long but I noticed by the end of those by the end of my five days I was like I'm tired yeah but it's like but I mean it's 40 hours but on my feet you know, doing inventory, helping people and stuff like that. So it's like, not just like sitting at the computer. It was just like, I was up doing all this shit and then going to and from work. I was really tired by the time I got my next day. And then this last week, they adjusted my schedule back to where it was, where I had split days off. So I worked two days off and then work three days and I'm off. And I actually find I function better that way. And it was kind of like, okay, that's a little weird, but you know, I guess. So. Yeah, when I used to work retail, if I on a, would get the occasional two days in a row off, it felt like I was on vacation because it was so long. Yeah. But now every I get two weeks off. I get Saturday and Sunday off. But um, you get used to it. Now I feel like the damn weekend ain't long enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So. Yeah. I mean, just, and it is what it is. Like for me, it's like I get Sunday off, and then I work two. I work Monday, Tuesdays, and then I have Wednesday off, and then I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. And, um, you know, it, so it, it actually kind of works because, you know, obviously in retail, Friday and Saturday are like heavy days. So then I get a Sunday off and then it's a little more relaxing because it's like, oh, I don't have to do anything. But then we do the show. And it was actually cool because um, the the way this store is situated right now, to the way my bank account works, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, is we don't have a manager or an assistant at the store. And um, I'm kind of like. I'm a third key, but I'm kind of like an assistant and the manager and the DM are kind of like, okay, so this is how we do this. This is how we do this. This is how we do this. While we have two other associates who are just associates 
both of them up until recently couldn't even ring up sales at the register. The DM didn't want them to ring. I'm like going, what the fuck are you talking about? Why? You just want bodies on the floor? Like That shit annoys me. Yeah. And and uh, I was teaching one of the girls, this is how you do this. And they're like, oh, and they're like, how long have you been ringing? You know, they go, how long have you been ringing? And I've been with this, the, you know, this company like, like five, six weeks now. And she, she's been with the company like three months. And then she's like, when did they start teaching this? I go, day one. Like my whole first day was me just on the register. And then she just gave me this look of like, I fucking hate you. And I was like, I don't ask me. So I started teaching her on the register and, uh, and you know, now, you know, they started doing it, but we had to kind of be like, okay, when the DM's not here, do it, you know, do it, yeah. you know? And, um, so the, the, um, so the manager who I get, who's technically the manager, he's helping run, but he has his own store. He works at Sherman Oak store, but he comes over to Topanga like three days a week and tries to, you know, make the schedule and all this shit. And every other time he keeps looking at me and goes, so what are you supposed to be doing? I go, I have no fucking clue. Like I go, they, he, there's no plan for me just except to just kind of be here. And he goes, well, that fucking pisses me off. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. um, you know, because we're about, we're about the same age and we both have, you know, we both have a, an immense amount of, um, retail experience he to, to, to show you the kind of shit jobs he worked he worked at spearmint halloween Ugh. you know or spirit halloween those halloween spirit who works, stores. Who works there yeah like. <laughs> he, he did that he's he said he did that a couple of times uh, a couple of times and he goes it's a shit job you know and um but uh he you know i told him that i do a podcast and stuff like that and he goes oh seriously and i go yeah I go, that's why i don't i go i can work sundays but i have to be out by a certain time just so i can i can do the shows and they scheduled me early, like two Sundays, and then after that, he just broke me off the schedule. And uh, so we started to have little, you know, covering issues. And I go, I go, you know, if you need me to come in, I can work until, you know, till this. He goes, he goes, nah, fuck that. He goes, you have your thing. He goes, you do that. It's your hobby. He goes, it's something you enjoy. If you said that to our DM, you know, all he would hear, I can work Sundays. That's all you yeah. hear. He goes, so no, fuck that. You're gonna get Sundays off, and you you do your thing. I was like, all right, sweet, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, all right, you know that that's kind of cool. But he's a conspiracy theory nut. He likes listening to conspiracy theories. So we always have a good, good little conversation sometimes. <laughs> and I told him we were doing the Phantom Time hypothesis. He goes, which one's that? That's uh, the one where they said like, you know. The Middle Ages didn't exist, and he nearly spit out his coffee. He was like, "What?" And he, so he found one, and uh, so he goes in the back to take in a shipment. And then I come back and I hear this uh, YouTube video talking about it. And he looks at me, and goes, "This shit's fucking stupid." And I was like, "I go, yeah, because it's cooler to r- rule in the you know one thousand in the year one thousand than it is in like you know whatever else." Right. They just round it up. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like your bank account. You know, when they round you up. <laughs> uh welcome everybody to the lazy geeks podcast a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and how much we hate it um i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley i'm not um as as pessimistic as steve is though i don't hate much of anything Uh, (laughs) just want to point that out there (laughs) see yeah steve decided um that he wanted to allow me to be under the lazy geeks banner again um 
Originally, he goes, you know, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. I'm like, all right, cool. And then a week later, he's doing it by himself, same format. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, the writing was on the wall. I guess I just was turned around or something. Um, um, I believe it was. I don't like doing news stories anymore. I believe that's what you said. I don't. Yeah. And then, and then he asked me today. He's like, what if we put the now? I'm like, cool. If you don't change the format, you can name it whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I just, I just started to resent the news. Like so many people do the news. Like, I'm just reading someone else doing the news. Like, it's just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And the news today. Walter Cronkite. Fuck out of here. Be more like Trevor Noah. Be more like Trevor Noah. I've always been, you know, personality-wise, I've always not given a fuck about most things. And it just gets worse as I get older. You know, so it's like hard to find a news article that I actually cared about. And then the ones I did care about, no one else did. Those are the ones where Steve wouldn't talk. You know, it was just, I'm like, all right, well, I don't want to do this shit no more. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it was, it was just kind of like, well, after everything that's happened, my thought processes have kind of shift, shifted, so... Especially for this one, like the last episode I did of this one was episode 408. That was like, uh, you know, like 20 days ago from its release anyway. So I was kind of like, you know, I'm doing solo shows and I, I'm still doing the Gen Xer. Uh, but yeah, I was just kind of like thinking about it. And I'm like, well, I still want to do the branded, you know, like this is the branded show that the, the Lazy Geeks is, is the oldest show we've had. And it's the one that's, you know, to the website. And I kind of felt like branding wise. You know, if we just moved this one over here, the other show was only like 28 episodes long. Like there's only 28 episodes of it. So it was kind of like, you know, we do it back over on this one and just kind of keep this going. And then I'm only doing one by myself, which I can still do because it's something I can focus on and research and do all that shit. So, you know. So, yeah, so this is this is it for. Yeah. After eight episodes, we're back doing it just different. <laughs> yeah. And trust me, I um I've been I'm pretty easy going when it comes to this podcast and all the years that we've been doing it. Steve is the one who will be like, I want to try this. I want to try that. I want to try this 100 percent of the time. OK, every fucking time. The one thing I'm going to fu- the one hill I'm dying on is I'm not reading another fucking news article. <laughs> so if like a month from now, it's usually like a couple month cycles and Steve wants to change something. Um, if he goes, hey, we should do articles, I'm just going to hang up. <laughs> He'll be like, hello? I mean, I'm not going to be online no more. <laughs> Adam, will talk, about, Adam, Adam will talk about whatever he wants, and I'll interject with a news article from time yeah. to time. <laughs> He'll be like, today in the news, and then after he's done, I'm just like, yeah, so today I went to fucking Walmart, right? <laughs> That's the news, Again, right? I went to Walmart. <laughs> uh, um, but anyway, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Um, so... That Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, though. Yeah, it looks pretty good, dude. I was, I was like, I was looking at, it, I was like, good. Okay, so we got the multiverse. Caught a little glimpse think... of somebody that may be Sandman. You know. Yeah, like, I'm hoping that um, the reason that the multiverse was fucked up is a little more fleshed out than it was in the trailer, because that was the only part of the trailer I was kind of like, um, okay. The, <laughs> Spider-Man couldn't shut up, so <laughs> so that's why it's all fucked up. Like, all right, but I'm sure there'll be more of a, a plot to that. Right, um, and it, it could, made for a it, funny trailer. Yeah, it could coincide too with uh, with uh, somebody did that too. Somebody did like one of those videos 
where they linked WandaVision, Loki, and Spider-Man and all kind of synced it to when, you know, like... Uh, well, the trailer, the tr- the tr- this trailer released on the same date um, from the first episode of WandaVision. The, the date that was on circled on the calendar for the thing they couldn't remember what it was. Oh, right. It's the same date that the trailer came out. Huh. I'm probably it probably means nothing. Or right. somebody was just like, let's do this to fuck with people. Right. <laughs> Feige, Kevin Feige is in a room where he has like fucking push bolt, you know, those little cork boards and like strings strung along everything, you know. Um, but I was like, yeah, but watching that and just like the visuals look really cool. I'm I, I it looks like Strange is going to be in it more than I thought. You know, yeah. it looks kind of like a Marvel team up in some ways, but. You know, hearing the Willem Dafoe's like cackle as the Green Goblin and the Green Goblin bomb, and then of course Alfred Molina, I'm like going, "Oh my god, I just jizzed myself!" Like, it's basically basically all the all the bad guys from the um, the best Spider-Man, <laughs> essentially. Right. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to be good. I I can't wait to see uh, Tobey Maguire. A lot of people are saying, well, not a lot of people, but I've seen people say. Tobey Maguire wasn't actually a good Spider-Man. It's just because Sam Raimi uh, wrote it well. And I go, that's not how. That's not how that works. You know, he, it's not like if you find a really good director, I'm suddenly the greatest actor on the planet. That's not how that works. Right. You know. Uh, but um, I mean, when I when they announced Tobey Maguire, I was like, he'll make a good Peter Parker. Like I thought he did. I thought he made a good Peter Parker. Not as good of a Spider-Man though. Um, he didn't have the. Uh, and I was talking to somebody about this at work that he didn't have the sarcasm. Yeah, that... it was like he was trying to be sarcastic. It wasn't a natural thing. Right. And um, like Tom Holland has, I think, Gressman, you saw it a lot in um, in um, Endgame when he was hitting Thanos. He's like, you know, magic and more magic and magic. Yeah. You know, he's doing that kind of stuff, which I Tom thought. Tom Holland, I feel, is the perfect balance between Maguire and Garfield because Garfield went too far. Garfield was just being an asshole. Yeah. For most of the time that I mean, I like the first movie he was in kind of, but I, it was kind of a forgettable movie for me. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think this this trailer shows this going to be pretty good um, Too when he was leaning on when he did that spider, that spider uh, kneel on the car and then the just the suit, the iron spider suit came over. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I was watching some reaction videos last night on it because somebody. This, somebody's whole channel is editing together other people's reactions. Mm-hmm. I put it. I'm like going, that just seems lazy to me. It's like a it's like a meta reaction channel. Yeah, it's like, hey, we want to ch- you want to see the reactions of other people on my channel? You know why they, they do that though is because they make a shit ton of money. Yeah, and, doing nothing. Yeah, and to me that's like that's like going, oh well, I you know, when you do like the best scenes of a movie. That's usually cause for copyright infringement. <laughs> like you usually get sued by studios for doing stuff like that. But yep. it's like you know these YouTubers just cut together other YouTubers' content and then release it on them. Like that's lazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I'm getting at that age where I don't understand how you know original content works on these things. You know, it's just it's it's the hustle, man. You know, mm-hmm. it's. Nowadays, it's what's the least I can do to make the most, right? Which is, you know, I, hey, I'm not, I'm not knocking it, um, especially with the OnlyFans thing in the news. A lot of people have been talking about that. <laughs> well, they backed off like, that now. Only- yeah, they they backpedaled. Of course they did. Of course they did. It's like you made all your money off of that, and then you finally found people were going to leave and try something else. They're like, I understood what they were trying to do. They probably somebody on that board or whatever. 
didn't want to be a porn site. You know, maybe they had a moral. No, um, no they, they were it, it tired was, of it. It was the banks. Yeah, because they want investors. They want money. No, no, no. The banks. No, the banks were the payment processes because that's what happened with Pornhub. Banks started not wanting to do business with these, you know, sex workers things because you know, oh, that's bad press. The religious right is not going to like us doing business, with, even though it's like, an, oh, but you know, when you get money from you know porno companies, that's okay. But like you know, like Pornhub or OnlyFans, they were gonna try to stick it to them, and then oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, and then they... I didn't follow. I'm gonna be, truth be told, I didn't follow it much. I I kind of casually heard that they were shutting down. I go, sure they are, and then lo and behold, a week later they didn't. I was like, oh, okay, just whatever. kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whatever. The, and I know Twitter was ablaze with all these poor, poor women. Um, just freaking out that they were gonna they're gonna lose their money and I'm and I'm sitting there going even if OnlyFans just was wiped off the map they would make money elsewhere it's not like OnlyFans hasn't been around forever you know so it's it, these things sort themselves out basically it's just a pain in the ass but then I sit here and I was talking to somebody about it and it wasn't Steve um, I was talking to somebody else I have other friends and. He said, "He said, well, the banks are pieces of shit, and somebody needs to do something about." It. And I'm, I'm like, I mean, aren't they allowed to to fucking do business with whoever they want? Like, you don't have to agree with it, right? You know, but I mean, they can do whatever they want. But like, in, criticize them, yeah. If but you what? Want. But in the end, when you, when the because banks are for profit too, and that's Everything's, that's the big thing. It's oh, like America. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, is that you know, one, they said, okay, well, then this is the revenue that's going to get cut. Banks are going to look and go, oh. Oh, we're gonna you're gonna lose that kind of money and we're not gonna make that kind of money off of you. Okay, well maybe we should work together to try to figure this out. Yeah. yeah. It becomes it becomes a somebody needs to sit down and go, Okay. In the long term, what's gonna make us more money? Taking the moral high ground or continuing to make money off of sex work? Right. And sex work one, because yeah. it's it's an easier way to make money and it's quicker. Yeah. And it's also more – I feel like if it was 40 years ago, they would have shut it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now it's more – I mean the world's a different place. <laughs> you know? um, so because, I mean, I was talking to Steve. and I, I don't care. I, person, my personal view is do all the sex work you want. If I don't like it, I just won't participate. I don't care. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal to me. But I also don't want – um, the government to say you can't do sex work right. at, 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 at all. It's like, well, why? I mean, there's a fucking demand for it. Just let them do it. If you don't want to see it, just don't see it. It's well, like Howard Stern. If you don't want to listen, turn the fuck off. Yeah. Well, another you thing know? too is that, you know, oh, well, it's, you know, and they always use this scapegoat. Oh, well, it, it's dangerous and it leads to this. Well, then legalize it and then it won't be dangerous. You know, it's something I learned too, and they always say it's for the children or something oh, like that God. too. It's, it's to protect the children. Um, I've, I'm currently raising five children, and I, I got one who's already an adult. They're all fine. <laughs> they don't have parental controls on their computers. Um, they don't. I don't censor. I, I think my son's reading this horror manga or whatever. Um, I don't censor anything. What I do, and I know this is difficult, um, parents, listen up. I, I talk to my children. Okay. <laughs> I set a moral foundation for them very young, and now they can enjoy whatever the fuck they want. Um, my kids don't want to watch anything sexual. 
I've seen them when they don't think I'm in the room. They go, oh, I don't want to see that. And they'll change it. And then Adam's like, and then Adam comes out, wait a minute. Don't change it so fast. Sauce on that real quick. (laughs) And to me, too, it's like, I want to watch that. (laughs) Right. To me, if it's on OnlyFans, I don't need to police it. It's behind a paywall. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's whatever, not, whatever. I know. It's like you can't see anything. I mean, you go to somebody's page and you just see their like, you know, it's the way t- Twitter should be, you know, <laughs> like you just see right. like their the profile and then you just see the cost and then everything else is blacked out. Then they're like, oh, well, and I've seen people say Pornhub should be taken down because you can see that content for free and all kids have to do is go. It's like if it's that big of a deal, uh, block it on your router. Yeah. It's just they'll never be able to get that. It's not it's it's not that difficult to get rid of well i was talking also on the flip side you don't want to you don't want to constantly be telling your children you're not allowed to see this you know you want to tell them why it's probably not good to look at and let them make come to the right choice because if you keep denying it and not explaining it they will find it it's like because you're making it a more enticing yeah well it's like you know the the those teenage girls that you know like that you know we all knew that just went to all these parties and fucked so many people and just did all this crazy shit but you find out that their home is like a nunnery like they can't do this they can't do that their parents just it's like going yeah and then they go to college and then they completely freak out until after two years going i'm kind of done with this i kind of want to then they become a nun it's like it's because you lock it down somewhere because you deny them so much i the episode that i'm doing this week on the gen xer is called the art of social media, and I'm basically talking about cyberbullying. You know, about a, a chick who you know does one little thing, guy screen captures it, and then kind of ruins her whole life. And you know, and I, I keep I keep on this because of the fact that like, you know, I have friends that are parents, and you know, and just like when they talk about their kids, I'm like, did you forget how you were in school? Like, you know, you you know, it's like we we're always quick to forget. How we behaved as teenagers. Yeah, absolutely. When we tell our kids, no, you can't do that. Well, why? It's just wrong. It's like going, no, you kind of need to tell them why. Or maybe even experience it with them. You know, I go, when you when you have kids, you know, you're like going, you know, kids with school and the cyberbullying, you know, it's like, you know, we should have laws. And it's like, well, why don't you get involved? But I know some of those same people, they're like, well, I don't really know. You know, it's like. You know, it's like, well, what kind of thing do you have in, on the phone? And stuff like I don't know. It just works. It's like, well, that's because you're a moron. And this is why this happens. I go, when you sit there and tell your kids, oh, get, you know, the k- kids in school, it's not going to mean anything. And like, you know, once you graduate high school, it's none of this is going to mean anything. It's like going, yeah, but it means something now. Right. Because that's their life. It's like, you know, you know, parents need to kind of get off their asses and actually think like, oh, hey, you know, when I was bullied in school, you know, I would go home. And I would be free. You know, I wouldn't have to experience that. But with social media, you know, it's like you're connected 24-7. And, you know, parents get like, like, well, you can't have your phone for 24 hours. It's like, really, mom? Because I don't think you could survive without your phone for 24 hours. Yeah, you most know? of the most of these parents, most I feel millennials are worse, worse than the than the kids. I, a lot of people my age are they can't put their fucking phone down for two seconds. Nah. I've had problems well, with my wife about it. Well, I, for me too, Gen Xers are the same way. The Gen Xers that I grew up with, it's like just seeing at the store and watching their, you know, people that, you know, are the same age as I am and kids and grandkids kind of run around and they're just on their phone, just scrolling through. And it's like, you know, your kid's pulling down half that wall and you're just sitting there fucking around on Instagram. It's like, you know, it, and it's just. 
it's funny because I um I don't really know why I've never been like that. When I'm at the store, I never take unless I got a shopping list on it. I never take my phone out. I'm talking to my children. Yeah. I'm either telling them a story or we're bullshitting or they're telling me about this and that. And honestly, that is the secret to raising kids. I'm gonna tell it. Look, I'm not a perfect parent, but I got some experience. Okay, and I personally think the secret to having kids that aren't mentally fucking deficient is just talk to them and talk to them like they're people not like they're little babies that's another thing too my son's 15 i got i got a um i got a 12 year old son a 15 year old son a 13 year old daughter i talk to them like i would talk to anybody now to some people they think that's a that's a detriment because i'm like hey what the fuck are you doing in here yeah you know what i mean but they I'm not calling – I'm not saying, hey, you're a fucking piece of shit. You know? <laughs> I'm just – I'm talking the way I talk well, because that's how I'm comfortable. What people you know? don't understand is when you when you talk to them like that, you're talking to them on a, on a level that's not apparent. Absolutely. You're talking Absolutely. to them at a level – you're not talking down to them. You're like – you're talking to them like a friend. You know, your friends would be like, hey, why are you being such an asshole? You however – and I, and I fully agree, but however, they also know what time it is because I am not their friend. Yeah. I'm the one that is supposed to be educating them. And I tell them all the time, I'm supposed to teach you not to be an asshole. Right. That's that's my main goal, not to be an idiot and this and that. And we talk about everything. We talk about – because um, we were at a parent-teacher thing fucking months ago. I, I can't remember what it was. This parent was going on and on. It, the te- they weren't having the thing yet. We were all just sitting there. We're all standing in a circle. I don't even know how I fucking got in this group. I don't talk to parents. I I talk to my wife. That's the only parent I talk to. Um, and this chick was going on and on about how the education system is trash and they should be teaching um, this skill and that skill and they don't teach this and that and this and that. And everyone's in a circle giving their opinion and then it got to me and I was like, I just teach them that. <laughs> like they, they – one of the thing was like – they don't teach them how to do taxes. First of all, we're at an elementary school, Karen. And, calm the fuck and, down. And also, first you know? and also, second of all, do you know how to do taxes? No, you go to a right, computer. Exactly. You go to a computer software, input numbers, and that they do it for you. So calm the fuck down. And then she's like, she's like, they should be uh, teaching you how to fucking work a checking account. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's something. And I've made a fair amount of mistakes um, because, unfortunately, my mother was never good with balance in a checkbook either and i made my mistakes i learned from now i teach my children what not to do i go look i already fucked this up let <laughs> me show you what's up so you you make a minimum amount of mistakes and i i'm i'm a big thing with teaching your kids based in reality you know like um i was just on a reddit thing where they with this person it's unpopular opinions which is like my main thing that i look at and this chick goes um <sighs> You shouldn't tell kids to follow their dreams because it sets them up for failure. So I said, well, I said, what I do is you say, hey, you got dreams. Cool. Try it out if it doesn't. But the tr- the real key is if it doesn't work out, which most likely it won't. Don't be a fucking piece of shit about it. Don't be all woe is me and fucking complain into your pillow about how life is so hard. It's hard for everybody. Life is hard. Fuck you, man. Like, fuck all that. <laughs> You know, and then one thing I said, and it's something that I tell my kids, it's like, your job doesn't have to be your passion. It rarely is. What you do is your hobbies are your passion. Yeah. Everybody should have hobbies. And I, and I made the examples. I'm creating a D&D campaign for my children, and I'm a mortgage underwriter. Why don't you, why don't you figure out which one I find more fulfilling? 
But I need I to know do you, the I, mortgage underwriting part. I, I know so, you get hard when you do the mortgage underwriting. Oh, my God. Just fucking, especially when I'm just calculating income. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> skate, but skate, skate. <laughs> with that perspective, because I have to do this to do that, right? So with that perspective, I'm not fucking miserable about it all the time. Because there's a reason. There's a method to it. You know, and I don't know. It, it was the way I was brought up, too, is that you just not everything in life is going to be fun. You know, and I, you, I also I don't believe in that. Like, don't you know, don't tell your kids they can, you know, achieve their dreams. It's like why you want them to be a sad sack of shit like you. Right. It's exactly. like you go like, a, look, you can you can try, but you have to try, you know, go ahead and try it. You know, I'll support you. But, you know, if yeah, like you said, if shit goes down, you may have to have a waitering job or, you know, some other type of job to, to, to fill in there, but you can do both, you know, and, and I always tell my kids first goal is being able to feed, clothe and house yourself. Once that's sorted, you can do whatever you can play around with different ideas. You can do whatever you want, but you, you need to make <laughs> sure you can afford food, rent and, and your basic necessities. It's like when I leave and River looks at me like she sees me getting ready and she has this sad look on her face like, oh, you're leaving again? And I was like, look, you like to eat, right? And she just, her eyes get big and I go, that's how, you, that's how you're going to eat. I have to go do this. And then I come home and then you're going to eat. And then her eyes just get big. She puts her head kind of down and she mopes out and goes and climbs on the couch and just lays facing away from me. I'm like, right. don't give me that. Don't give me that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Also... Another thing I tell my kid, I told I told my son this recently because my twins are at that age where they're starting to look at jobs, you know, mm-hmm. little grocery store job or whatever. And I said, you always work as much as you need to, not as much as you can. Oh. And that was a mistake I've made. And Steve knows. Yeah. I would work so much overtime. Like for what? Now I have a job where I get paid more than when I used to work two jobs working fucking 16 <laughs> hours a day. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's it's this you get caught up in this rat race and you forget you're you're forgetting to live your life. <laughs> you yeah, know what I, mean? I remember you were like, like so, I'm working. Yeah, like 16 hours. I'm getting this overtime. I'm like, dude, but you need to calm the fuck down. Like you need to relax a little bit. Exactly. And like in and two weeks, like, he's like, oh, I part can't. of it. Part of it was a requirement because I. I created more expenses than I could pay. I had a lot of children quickly, so I had to go through a period where I had to work a lot. And I didn't really have a choice. Now it's not that bad. Everyone doesn't understand. Like they all go, how the fuck are you, is it possible for you to pay for that many children? Like because when they say children are expensive, it's not like every month each kid is four grand. You know, it's, <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work out that way. You know, and they're all, they're all, kids are only really expensive when they're um, super young. You or when it's back to school diapers and formula back to school time. But I just save money and then I have money in the bank for back to school. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Biden hooked it up this year. <laughs> Uncle so Biden. the so, inconsistent payments that we get from the government. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so with all that extra cash thinking of going back to Apple. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> I, I, let's just call a spade a spade, bro. Like I I had an iPhone. The iPhone um, 11 Pro Max, right? Which you complained and, about. Well, you didn't complain about the phone. You complained about the OS. So I complain. I complained specifically about the Apple. Some of the Apple apps, like their their calendar, just a lot of this stuff's a little too basic for me. And um, then I started using the Google stuff on my iPhone, 
but Google stuff on iPhone works. I mean, it works, you know, but it's not the greatest. And, and then that led me to going, okay, well, if I'm using Google stuff, why don't I just get an Android again? And then I started doing that whole fucking weird ass FOMO shit where you're like, well, on Android, I can do this. And on Android, I can do that. And you can't do that on an iPhone. But then as soon as I get an Android, I don't do any of that shit I was complaining about. <laughs> right. Um, and then it's like, one, everyone I know has an iPhone. But my wife. Okay. Now, I'm not saying and, I'm going to get an iPhone. Well, you're going to get one. Well, I'll get one um, I'm not getting – that doesn't mean I'm. that's why I'm getting it because everyone else – it just makes my life easier because we're all in the same ecosystem. So it's easier to send shit and all that other bullshit. And then um, when I when I took off the, the cynical hat that I was wearing before I gave up my iPhone because my daughter has it now, um, I didn't have really have a bad experience. It was just – I think it was more of a – I had habits that I had from when I had an Android that I hadn't changed yet that were inconsequential. Like I can't run fucking Super Nintendo ROMs on an iPhone. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I'd never, even when I had an Android, I would do it for like five minutes. It's one of those things like you prove that you can do it and then you move the fuck on, right. you know? So now I'm like, all right, well, I was thinking about the iPhone 12, but then I'm like, well, the iPhone 13 is about to come out. So let me see. I'll probably still get the 12, but I'm going to wait till the 13 comes out. So the 12 is cheaper. <laughs> um, but yeah, the 12 Pro Max is oh, – and also too, out of all the phones I've ever had, it was the perfect size for me. Like it was just like – it was butter. Everything was where it needed to be. My hand fit with the fucking thing. Great. This phone I'm using now is too damn small. I feel like claustrophobic using this motherfucking phone. Yeah, I mean, I was talking, you know, we were talking to, and I was thinking, like, you know, I kind of wanted to use a, kind of wanted to go with an iPhone. And there were a couple little reasons why, um, you know, uh, a, yeah, a lot of the stuff that I noticed I liked on the iPhone. One of the big things that, for me, Adam sends Adam and I send each other a lot of TikTok videos. Um, yeah, you can tell when I'm not doing it because then I'll send a slew of them to Adam. And uh, but for the most part, we do that. Now, opening up TikTok on an iOS device is so much smoother than opening it up in an Android device. Yeah, because when you open it up, it takes you right to that video, not see the short of another video. And then jump over and then you don't know which video he was trying to send you. But when you want to go back, it just has that little little icon in the top that says messenger. And then you just tap and it takes you right back to the message. You have to hit the back button on Android a couple of times. And then go, you, at least on my phone, you go through like three or four TikTok videos before you actually get back to the text message. Um, there's, there's things like that. There is a lot more so smoother integration, I find, with apps on an iOS device. You know, then, you know, then on uh, on Android, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's just, you know, and for me, it was just like, okay, well, I can get a, I mean, I originally when I got the Pixel, I could have gotten, I would have gotten an Apple device, but it was just much more than I was willing to pay at the time. But I needed to upgrade my phone, and I thought, okay, well, I'll try the Pixel. You know, oh, it's got, it doesn't have the ID thing on there. I have to just use a face recognition. I thought, oh, that's not too bad. Two weeks after I get it, face masks. And I'm like, 
fuck. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, now you got to take the face mask down. And I noticed one thing, and I, I'm not sure if this is on both, but like I have difficulty sometimes, even if I pull my mask down to like to my chin, it takes a couple of times for my phone to do, or even if I don't have my mask on and it's at a weird angle, it takes a, takes a, a bit before it actually opens. Sometimes I just get so annoyed I do the pin code. But my bank app, it could be in the weirdest fucking angle. It takes a second and goes, boop, okay, it's open. <laughs> which almost worries you. Like, yeah, which, <laughs> yeah, which is what I was telling somebody. I was like, oh, it actually kind of makes me a little more worried. Like, you know, like, <laughs> should we be, is this, should it be that easy to do it? Like, I'm afraid. But, um, you know, and also one thing I was noticing is that, you know, like, particularly the work, a lot of people are using Apple Pay uh, yeah. to buy devices, but not everybody takes Google Pay. No, and everyone takes if they take any kind of digital pay, Apple Pay is accepted. Yeah. And I was like, going, yeah, you know, that might be a good way to do it instead of just using my debit card each time. We just use Apple Pay. But yeah, it, it's one of those that I was noticing because my work takes Apple Pay, but um, it's a little glitchy on Google. It doesn't always work there. I've had so many people try and then they're like, I'll just use my card. And that's my that's my general experience, because. I use, so I have kind of an, it's not really an old phone, but I have an LG FinQ G8. Um, one, LG doesn't make cell phones anymore, but um, <laughs> it's every, and, and my wife has a um, a newer Note. And on both phones, it's just kind of janky. Yeah. Like it's, it things just kind of clunk around. It's almost hard to explain. And I know probably most of it's superficial. It's probably the animations that I, the iPhone uses that are making things fluid. But they also do that on purpose to make <laughs> you happy to use your right. thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like I, I kind of feel like Android, especially on Samsung phones. And that's another problem too. I don't like Samsung phones. And when you don't like Samsung phones, your options are very, very limited. Very limited, yeah. Um, the Samsung phones are like a hodgepodge of – it's like someone took a box of parts and just kind of put it together. Right. And it always feels like it's going to break. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and my phone, like my phone right now, um, half of the time, I think I have, I don't, I don't have a face recognition on this phone, but I have a fingerprint sensor on the back. It's broken. It only works half of the time. Hmm. Most of the time. It, and, and I know it's broken because a lot of times the apps will act like I don't have a fingerprint reader suddenly when I go into it. So something's wrong with it. Like it's not connected or whatever. Right. I had my iPhone for two years and when I gave it to my daughter, it worked exactly the same and I never reset it. And when I reset it and gave it to her, it still works exactly the same. <laughs> like there's, there's, and I guess, I guess part of me was kind of bored with that. And that's where I get into the Android habits that I had. Cause I like to tinker with shit. I like to fuck with shit and it's kind of sick, but I, I subconsciously like when things break because I have to fix them now. You gives know what I mean? I have do, yeah. gives me something to do. I have something to fuck with. But now that I, and I said this before and I don't know why I didn't stick to it, but getting older, I don't want to be fixing my fucking phone every five seconds. I yeah. just don't. You know, I, I don't want to I don't want to rearrange the icons every five. The only thing still to this day, and I said this in the day one, the only thing that bothers me about the iPhone is that all of the icons are forced on the top of the screen. Yeah. Because I prefer the iPhone icons to be at the bottom of the screen because that's where my fucking thumb is. <laughs> but it's OK. It wasn't that big of a deal, you know. 
and now they have all the fucking widget things and that was pretty cool my some of my kids have iPhones they fully kitted out their fucking their screen like it's all this you can't even tell where anything is it's all fucking custom and and all crazy (laughs) shit I'm like Jesus you can do some fucking wacky shit with this but and then like I I still have the problem with iPhone, um, and this isn't Apple's fault, but the, the Google apps on iOS are – they got that janky feel still. Yeah. And, and it's because Google's fucking childish, and they don't optimize their so- – they basically just a bad port to, to the iPhone. And I get it, I guess. It's your competitor. But um, one thing that – and I was telling Steve about this. One thing that Microsoft knows is that it doesn't matter where your customer's at. It's still your customer because the Microsoft apps on the iOS, fucking banging. They they work perfect. So I've yeah. been slowly but surely because I don't – I can't get the phone right now. But I've been slowly but surely migrating back to the Microsoft ecosystem. And the cool thing about the Microsoft ecosystem is you can go outside of it and it's not a big deal. Right. It's almost like the Microsoft says, like, yeah, man, use other people's shit. I don't care. Yeah, they're more of like, they kind of know, like, yeah, yeah, we get it. We we get nobody wants to use a, you know, a Windows phone. So here's some of the apps. Have a good time with it. Exactly. Because that's the one thing that I noticed, like, their Office apps are slick on iOS. I use it on my uh, on my iPad. This shit works better on iOS, to be honest. I, th- yeah. it, I think, and and it really... <laughs> it works better than it does on Windows a lot of the for time. For <laughs> real. It's it's easier for, for them because it's one OS or it's one set of devices. Right. You know, I get it. You know, it's... it's And people go, oh, well, I had someone actually tell me, yeah, but they have to make it for, you know, like at least three generations of iPhones and then you got the different models. I'm like, it's the same fucking device. It's, that's not, it's, this is not Android. Android, it's, not, a, it's not an LG versus a fucking Nokia from eight years in different. Like the support level in Android is ridiculous. <laughs> like you, you have to, you have to constant, and and you you'll see that with Android a lot. Like oh, everyone's free. Like oh man, this fucking app's the, the shit. And then people with the mid range phones are like, this doesn't work. Yeah, because it's optimized for Samsung. You know, because God forbid you don't get a Samsung phone if you have Android. That's that's another cult thing that's been coming up. And I don't want to hear no Android people saying that iPhone people are like they're in a cult. Because them Samsung folks, bro, <laughs> they're getting kind of bad lately. Yeah. Like they they need to take that that Samsung dick out the mouth and relax. Samsung's making a folding a folding mobile device. Oh my god. Ah. I actually do I do like that. Um not the the one that folds um the long way, but the one that folds up like a razor. <laughs> I, I actually dig that phone. I thought that was kind of cool, but it's like fucking eleven hundred dollars. Get the fuck out of here! I get an iPhone for eleven hundred dollars. You know, it's like give me a break. Exactly. Like it's like this phone. The problem with the moving phones is the same problem we had when we had flip phones. Mm-hmm. Is it's you've added a you'd add you've added another weak point to the phone. All right. And you're constantly opening and closing and opening and closing. And everybody forgets this. Or young people don't remember. But when you had the flip phones, it would still work because, I mean, the phone didn't – it wasn't a big screen. But that hinge would break. <laughs> Shit would just Spe- wouldn't stay shut. Especially when you were a Star Trek nerd and you had that razor and you did that little – flipping it. But, yeah, so that's me on that. Like I just – I need – I need a device that's just reliable. And I, you know what? I need a device that's kind of boring. Yeah. 
just because the phone is not it's not a toy and i'm not like super in it well even that social media so here's a problem and i don't know why this is a fucking problem discord okay i talk to everyone but steve on discord steve is literally the only one of my friends that texts me and we're all on discord together which is fine. I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying I use Discord extensively. So Discord on the iPhone is fine. I use it on my iPad. Perfectly fine. Uh, I can connect any headphone I want to. It works perfectly fine. Never had a fucking issue. That wasn't Discord related because sometimes the server is going to be fucking up. Um, I can't get Discord to work on an Android device with, with Bluetooth headphones. Oh, really? Period. I've tried it. On multiple phones, I've tried it with multiple uh, – and with full wireless earbuds. I can do it with ones you plug in, but I – you know, Samsung – or not Samsung, Steve <laughs> um, was nice enough to give me an old pair of his uh, Samsung Buds. If I got Samsung Buds, I'm not going to pull the fucking skull candies out of the drawer behind me to use it. I don't want to do that. Right. I want to use my Samsung Buds. iPhone, no problem. I, I connect my Samsung Buds to um to my iPad. No problem. No problem should be their fucking catch catchphrase <laughs> for i for iPad. I don't know what it is, and it's probably Discord's fault. But it for me, Discord not working is a deal breaker. I can't do it, you know. And the whole reason why, so I work all day, and sometimes more often than not me and my friends are like oh my god because we, we're just alone all day <laughs> so we'll get on discord voice chat you know and then not some most of the time we're not even talking it's just it kind of simulates that we're all sitting in a cubicle together right kind of thing but i have to have my work computer on i have to have my computer on and all at the same time because i got to use it for discord but when i had an iphone i didn't do that i just used my phone and my computer was just off i didn't need it because now my computer's on it's a distraction i'm not perfect hmm. like you got this fucking big ass 27 inch monitor in my face i'm going to pull things up <laughs> you know it, right. so it's like um that's one thing but the, it's just been a, it's been andrew my phone freezes a lot um also one thing that really drives me crazy is um you are carrier dependent on your updates. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're carrier dependent on what I'm allowed to delete from my phone. And um, once I've had an iPhone, I I have a very hard time with that <laughs> because there are things on my phone I don't want. I don't use them. Especially like, if you have Samsung, you're locked. Like you can't get rid of Facebook. You can't get rid of know. some of these apps. You yeah. Yeah. The iPhone, I can delete anything that isn't. Like there's certain things you can't delete because the phone won't work. Like <laughs> it's not going to let you delete the phone app. You know what I mean? That lets you dial out calls, but I can delete pretty much everything. I, yeah. I ran a slate gas fucking iPhone. And then the updates come from Apple. We all get them at the same time. I don't have to wait for Verizon. And, the, and there's a reason for that too, because there's so, again, there's so many Android phones. So the carriers have the responsibility of making sure it works. It's not even just the carriers, whoever made the phone, like LG. LG is well known for their uh, – well, they don't make phones anymore, but their updates came out slow as fuck. So everyone would be at like the new Android or you're always like two behind. The only one who gets like the newest Android is Pixel. Yeah. Because Pixel does it like iPhone does it. Right. 
So it's like it's that kind of silliness that I'm just tired of. I feel like it's just it's just dumb shit I don't have to deal with if I just get an iPhone. Yeah, because you usually say, oh, the iPhone update is out now. So either you can force push it or you can, you know, just wait for it to update on your own and you have it within a couple of days on the outside of a week. One of my friends is like, what if you have those people that are going to say that you're you're just simping for iPhone? I'm like, I I didn't give a fuck about peer pressure when I was a teenager. You think I care now? Hmm. I use what's right for me and what works for me. I don't give a fuck. If someone comes to me and literally – and no one's going to say it because like I said, everyone I know has an iPhone. But if someone comes up to me and goes, oh, you have an iPhone that's pretty fucking whack, blah, 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 I'm going to laugh at them because why are you worried about that? Yeah. It's unimportant. That, that's little kid shit. Like when people say, oh, Nintendo's better than Sega back in the day, that's little kid shit. Like it's – and I was all in it because I was a little kid. <laughs> but yeah, so definitely I'm just, I'm just rambling now. iPhone is where I'm going. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to get the 13. Um, I probably won't. I'll probably stay a generation behind. Yeah. And also I know this sounds really dumb, but 13, well Yeah, I know, right? You know, it – Better safe than sorry, you know. What I mean? <laughs> I just, and also, yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for the release of the 13 because the 12 was a pretty big update, and the way Apple usually works is every other one is a big update. Yeah. And the, then the the ones in between are kind of eh, you know, whatever. So, and then they they um yes, and I love how the 12 looks. Yeah. Like they went back to that, that squared off design yeah. and real clean looking. Um, I don't know about the MagSafe thing, but I mean, worst case scenario is I could just not use it. Yeah. So it's it's whatever. Um, one thing that I was that I, I when you mentioned the the Samsung buds, so I don't know what happened with mine because I think it's hard these bitches actually. <laughs> but I have like I was using them, and you know when I would get the text messages, I get messages. You know, you get that, and um, but for some Mess- reason. After this, an update or something happened, I don't know, but I've got like this depressed version now of like messages and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck happened? Like I told one of the, my coworkers that he goes, oh my God, did you get like an emo? Like, was it an emo update? Like, so it's like messages. And then the next day I was kind of like messages and it's <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened here? And that's the one problem. The one problem that I have with the pixel buds, I mean with the, uh, the Samsung buds is you and I still have the uh, the the wired Pixel ones. Is just the assistant, you know. And I know that if I get an iPhone, I'm gonna have to get the iPhone buds because they just there's everything that's gonna work with it. Because like when I would get uh, the Pixel buds, you know, I can just hit the button on the side and it'll be Adam Riley says, "Go fuck yourself," you know. And it's like, <laughs> and and uh, you know, I would get the get everything like that. So it would be it's cool when you have that, but when you don't, it's like. Yeah, you kind of want that part. You kind of want the the yeah. full experience. And I will I will admit to that the Google Assistant is definitely a li- a bit more robust than Siri is. Um, but I only use voice assistants to make alarms and add things to schedules, and Siri can do that just fine. Because <laughs> uh, a lot of people go, "Oh, I'll ask Siri a question; she can't just answer me." Just for instance, uh, a website. I'm still old enough where I just pull my phone up and look it up. Yeah. So that doesn't really bother me that much. Um, I understand. I mean, but the, there's a there's also a reason why Siri isn't as intelligent as Google, and that's because Google Google um, is an expert at collecting all your data. Right. Exactly. Um, Siri doesn't really, or Apple doesn't really do that. 
yeah. as much. It collects the data but uses it more to say, hey, um, you liked this Apple app. You might you like this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you like this just, trash Google app. How about using this Apple app? <laughs> yeah, it's not Google where it's like, I see at 12.53 p.m. on January 2nd, 2020, <laughs> you went to this exact location. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I know that's the one thing I don't like about when Google sends me that email every month of like, you visited these places. And I was like, it's like they throw it in their fi- in your face. Like, like, look what we can do, fucker. You know? I think a lot of people dig that, though. It's like it makes them feel like they have a security blanket, like Daddy Google is watching out for them. <laughs> it just creeps me out. Yeah. Cause like I'm one of the I'm I'm also too like with the smartwatches I I switched away from them. Like I had it I had a Apple Watch. I gave it to my son. One because I didn't have an iPhone anymore. But he's not, pretty useless if you don't have an iPhone. Right. Then I had a Samsung watch and I was just like I'm tired of being bothered. <laughs> and now I have a fucking G-Shock works just fine. Tells me what day it is. Tells me the time. <laughs> And you know I look fly with this motherfucking square G-Shock, baby. Uh, well, lastly today, uh, this is something Adam wanted to talk about a few weeks ago. And um, I thought, it, I was like, I I think I heard about this and, and I was right. It's called the Phantom Time Hypothesis. So the Phantom Time Hypothesis is a historical conspiracy theory asserted by he. Herbert Illig first published in 1991 it hypothesizes a conspiracy by the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III, Pope Sylvester II, and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine VII to fabricate the Anno Domini dating system retroactively in order to place them at the special year of 81,000 and to rewrite history to legitimize Otto's claim to the Holy Roman Empire. Illig believed that this was achieved through the alteration, misrepresentation, and forgery of documentary and physical evidence. According to this scenario, the entire um, Carolingian period, which includes the figure of Charlemagne, is a fabrication with a phantom time of 297 years, that's eighty six fourteen and 911, added to the Middle Ages. <laughs> let me read, let me read, um, I'm going to skip over Herbert Illig's little fucking synopsis for a second and just read the proposals of this conspiracy theory. Um, so the basis of Illig's hypothesis include the scarcity of archaeological evidence that can be reliably dated to the period AD 614 to 911, the pr- perceived inact- inadequacies of radiometric and dentro de- fuck you de- <laughs> dentro dentrochronological <laughs> methods of dating this period and the over-reliance of medieval historians on written sources. Um, the presence of Romanesque architecture in 10th century Western Europe, suggesting the Roman era was not as long as um, conventionally thought. The relation between the Julian calendar, Gregorian calendar, and the underlining astronomical solar or tropical calendar, or tropical year. The Julian calendar, including by Julius Caesar, was long known to introduce discrepancy from the tropical year of around um, day one for each century that the calendar was in use. By the time um, the Gregorian calendar, the one we use, 
uh, was introduced in AD 1582. Uh, Illig alleges that the old Julian calendar should have produced a discrepancy of 13 days between it and the real or tropical calendar. Instead, the astronomers and mathematicians worked for Pope Gregory um, the 13th had found that the civil calendar needed to be adjusted by only 10 days. The Julian calendar day, blah, 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 blah. From this, Illig concludes that the AD era had counted roughly three centuries, which never existed. So let me, um, I read that because he, he published this in 1991 and, and that's before we were all on the internet all the time, but I'm going to use an internet saying, Whereas you need to go outside and touch grass. <laughs> this is this is the this is a classic kind of conspiracy theory where it kind of at first it's silly, right? Then you kind of read a synopsis and go, oh, okay, and then you read the details and you're like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> like calm down, like it's all. It's like he was staring at these calendars for too long and just like, oh, my God, they're just great. It's like it doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. Even the problem is, is that even if the calendar's discrepancies are off and the numbering is off, it's not like the time didn't happen. Right. Humanity doesn't control time and space. We're just writing it down. One of the things that I when I was uh, when I was studying this and there were a lot of videos of people kind of like shaking their heads like. If this makes any remote sense to you, congratulations. You know, right. they they said that the the biggest problem that they had is that if if this global conspiracy because at the time you have, you know, I mean you're talking about um you're talking about Otto the 3rd, Pope Sylvester the 2nd, Sylvester Stallone the 1st, uh, and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine colluding to say like, "Hey, let's just jump up 900 some odd years and you know hey cool we're you know we're in the year 1000 because that's just cool um there's they there there's also been disproven because of the fact of certain astrological um events that happen the way they should because yeah. um they were talking about i think it was Halley's comet which one of the first appearances happened during that quote-unquote phantom time and if that was wrong it should be off now and it's not there is no there it isn't off at all one of the biggest things that that makes me go huh, i see one of those like all right dude is he claims that um the dendrochronologic chronology this is too long i'm gonna put fucking word um and uh carbon dating wasn't isn't reliable for the time period however the major one of the major criticisms of it is that that dendrochronologic chronologic it's also called tree ring dating which is what i'm gonna say now <laughs> um and the archaeological archaeological um remains they don't they don't refute they don't um support they 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 don't support phantom time right they refute it. Yeah, so it's like, oh, okay, so fake, basically yeah, you can't the evidence fake. came up yeah. and you said, no, 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 that doesn't work. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it doesn't, yeah, because you can't fake tree ring dating, you know. Um, right. Also, it basically says, and because of Phantom Time, it actually basically says that Tang Dynasty, which was one of the big dynasties in China, didn't exist. So that exactly. means that China would have had to have been involved in this grand conspiracy, you know. Yeah, it's like, the. <laughs> 
it's just silly. I mean, that's the thing too, is that this dude, it's almost like he had such a myopic view of the, of the problem because in China, the, the Chinese issue is, is perfect. They had pretty good calendars. Yeah. So if the Chinese are saying that time period happened, it probably happened. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, there's all the evidence points. Away. It's like flat earth. Like, Oh, oh yeah. The Earth's flat. You guys are foolish. Well, what about NASA? NASA's in on it. Oh, okay. And well, what, it's like, we're going to we're going to test it right now. Oh, we've proven ourselves wrong. Oh, well, whatever. Um, yeah. it's <laughs> like, oh, that's you know, all. That's just CG. Uh, they just they did that. And right. and then if you do this whole like, well, what's the virtue of flat Earth? What? Well, what's the virtue of me believing there's a flat Earth? Like, what? How does it change my life that's in any way? My biggest, my biggest issue with flat Earth. Is they all they all always say, well, NASA's in on it. it's a big conspiracy, and I go, why are they lying about it? And that they can never answer. It. No, it's that you. No one's just gonna lie to me <laughs> that big of a lie for no fucking reason. And the only thing I've even heard that closely is a why is something about money, but it's always vague. Yeah. It's, it's like how are you making money by convincing me that the Earth is round when it's not right. There's no, like, that's like, how does that do anything? Like, how does that make somebody money? Now, it makes no sense. It's, it's, and I think it's too, and we see it all the time. People get sucked into it and then they get too far down the rabbit hole that they'll look stupid if they turn back on it. Yeah. It's like, those and they people, just it, commit to it. It's like that people <laughs> that use that light experiment to try to determine the earth is flat. And then every time it proves that the earth is round, you always get this, huh? Oh, the drift one? Yeah. And it's always, what is it, like 13 degrees? You'll yeah. always get a 13 degree drift. And yeah. every fucking time, <laughs> they get a fucking drift. And it's like, I, I heard one dude in the Flat Earth one where he was like, you, you, you're, you're trying to convince me that the Earth, he was on Reddit. He's like, you're trying to convince me that the Earth's a perfect ball. You're the fool. And someone very kindly was like, well, the Earth isn't a perfect ball. Yeah. It's it's just round, yeah. and but it's, it's not. Just, it's, it's not it's inflated in the circle. It's inflated in the. And he goes, "Oh, now it's not a perfect circle." <laughs> and someone replied, "It never fucking was, you <laughs> idiot." <laughs> <laughs> I thought this shit was funny, dude. One of the other criticisms on here was uh, if Charlemagne and the Carolingian dynasties were fabricated. There would have to be corresponding fabrication for the history of the rest of Europe, including Anglo-Saxon England, the Papacy, and the Byzantine Empire. The Phantom Time period also encompasses the life of Muhammad and the Islamic expansion in the areas of the former Roman Empire, including the conquest of Visigoth Iberia. The history would, the history too, would have to be forged or drastically misdated. And uh, it also has a. Uh, to be reconciled with the history of the Tang Dynasty of China and its contact with the Islamic world, such as the Battle of Talus. And that was one thing that I that I only and, I, and that was the thing, because I heard them mention Muhammad, that they go, the, then Muhammad didn't exist. And then I kind of looked up like what? And but some of the other ones, yeah, some the, of the other videos the, that was six hundred and nineteen AD. Yeah. And that, that was the thing yeah. is like, but only one actually mentioned Muhammad and the other ones didn't. I'm like, that's kind of a big deal. Like that should it's be a pretty big deal. You should but the be... problem is it's not a big deal for the people that believe in this theory well, because no, they the... don't care about that. No, these are people. these are the videos that I were watching were the ones talking about debunking, explaining, and then proving why, oh, and then okay. saying why it was why it wasn't true. But I'm like, 
one of the video, only one of the videos mentioned Muhammad. And I was like, none of the other videos that I saw even mentioned Muhammad. I'm like, that's kind of a huge one. That's the one you should be using going like, and it also means Muhammad didn't exist. But then if you got, you know, people that don't believe in religion at all, be like, well, yeah, we kind of already said that, you know, it, or, or diehard Christians who think yeah. that all other religions are foolish. Right. It's, it's, um, this is one of my favorite conspiracy theories because it's one of those times where it makes absolutely no sense, but the person who proposed it used a lot of big words in math. <laughs> yeah. So people were like, well, I guess he's right. Yeah, because who's going to check the math? <laughs> this is almost like a cult kind of conspiracy theory mm. because I guarantee you if you meet someone who believes this – and you start challenging him on it. He's just going to provide you with talking points that were already written by somebody else. And then we'll end it by saying, just do the research. Just do the research. You know, look it up yourself. I Google got, it. I got you know. somebody that said that to me. And it's like, do the research. I go, no, idiot. You're the one that's trying to convince you, me. Exactly. You People convince don't understand me. how arguments work. Yeah. If you come to me, like it was when, back in the day when I was an atheist, right? Religious person would say, well, prove to me there's no God. I'm like, that's not how this works, dude. Right. I'm I'm the I'm the neutral. I'm not adding anything to the equation. You're supposed to prove to me that there's a God. And then they they look like I broke something yeah. in their head. You know, it's it's when you're the one that's refuting the common sense. You know, you're not adding any, or you're the one trying to add something, or you're going against what everyone else believes. I guess you could. You could argue either way with the God thing. It's kind of a bad analogy. But if everyone thinks that this time period existed and you're you're like, well, it didn't. And someone goes, well, why do you think that? Look it up. Fuck you. Yeah. You look it up. I'm not going to waste my time on the silly shit. Exactly. And that's always been my thing is, is like, no, idiot, you're the one telling me this doesn't exist. And, and the biggest rationale that I can figure out as to why they don't want to do that is because not every piece of evidence is going to convince every single person. So it's like you do it so you can come up with your own conclusion. You can sit there and you can develop your own theory about it, and, but you'll still be on our side. And it's like going, no, persuasive arguments work as showing me, you know, making three statements or making, yeah, three statements and then three individual arguments to back up that statement. You can't do that. That's why it's always, well, you do the research. It's like, no, bitch, you tell me. And then I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like just, you know, and, I, and I'm all for if someone has an opposing viewpoint to me, I will listen to them. You know, I'll, I'm, not, I'm not the type of person that's going to wait for my turn to speak. You know, I'll listen. Like I've talked to people who are um, super Trump people and, I, and I, I, am, I would say I'm more patient than most. Like I'll, I'll listen to everything they're trying to say. And then I'll go, well, I don't agree with you and here's why. And then I get yelled at and I'm like, okay, well, I thought we were having a discourse, but I guess, <laughs> I guess you're just barking at me. Um, which is why I don't really talk about stuff like that anymore. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's like, what are the, it's like, what are the guys at work where, you know, cause we have, we were in masks at work and he was telling me something and then I just rolled my eyes, but I rolled him really big. He goes, Oh my God, that eye roll. And I was like, well, I have to compensate because I have the mask. So you can't see the face that I'm making to go along with the eye roll. So I have oh, yeah. to make Steve, the eye roll Steve is Steve is the opposite of everything I just said. <laughs> Steve will not be patient with people he feel are dumb. He'll just be like, fuck you. I don't care. 
No, he was just you're, he, you're a fucking idiot. He was just saying he had a 12 inch dick, and then I just did that eye roll of like, going, hey, all right, hey, yeah. You know what you tell him? Whip it out. <laughs> tell him you got to whip it out. All right. Nah, he's he's within 300 feet of a school, so if he did that, then he'd be violating that thing. So you know, <laughs> whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I will like I've had people at work that talked about like the recall for California. And I was like, well, why do you think that? And then they're like, oh, well, we have to send a message to Newsom that, you know, he did that. And I go, you realize that whoever wins the election this year has to run again next year. Yeah. So why don't we just wait a year and then vote him out with somebody else? Well, you know, it's because we guys like, no, it's because you don't have a good candidate. And to run in a general election, he's going to lose because one of the guys that's running now lost in the election two years ago. So, you know, you do the math there. And I'm I'm only kidding. Steve Steve has very patient. It's just with stuff that we've been a lot of stuff lately. People have been arguing for a little too long. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's just like, all right, <laughs> like I'm tired of fucking hearing about this dude. <laughs> I'm gonna start telling people look it up. <laughs> look it up. Somebody asked me um the other day. Tricks is best is the best for your immune system. Says what? Just do the research. Just do the research. <laughs> Someone asked me the other day, they go, um, did you vote for Biden? And I go, Yeah. They go, Do you think he's like the best president ever? And I go, No. Hmm. Not even close to the best president ever. But you know what I do think? He's better than the other guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said, I only have t- a choice of two people in this backwards fucking government that we have. <laughs> so, I mean, I got to pick the lesser of two evils here. That's where you so just think, that's where you just go, he doesn't have to be the best president. He just has to be better than the last guy. <laughs> right, that's it. You the know, bar's it's, low. It's like, the it's, bar's low. <laughs> it's like if you're running if you're you're in a group and you're running away from a lion, you don't have to be the fastest. You just have to be fastest <laughs> than the slowest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like I just have to be faster than the other guy. Or as I as somebody says they go, well, you know, it's like it's like, well, what about these elections? It's like, you know what? I don't like these elections. I'm tired of, you know, voting between the best of who cares. You know, it's like, I, yeah. you know, if we had an, a candidate that excited people, then, hey, you know, I'm for it. But we don't. And then also the only thing I will I will say that the, the from the Trump era or whatever that I do agree with that the Republicans used to say is that I don't trust the media as far as I can throw up. <laughs> I'm so sick because, and we saw it like once Trump went away, cause they always had something to talk about with Trump. Right. Right. And everybody was so up in arms about it. So you could go on and, uh, and on about the same fucking talking point that Trump brought up for like a week and everybody would eat it up. Um, now he's gone and all of a sudden ratings are dipping cause no one really cares, you know? So, right. We had the – it's been a mess, the Afghanistan thing, of course. You, you know, know what? I, it, I, have, I, have so... an un, I have an unpopular opinion about that. Cons- Please interrupt me and tell me your unpopular, unpopular opinion. Uh, I will. I will, <laughs> in fact, actually. Um, actually, I won't. I'll just tell you. Look it up. Uh, no, <laughs> no my, my unpopular opinion is considering how we had no exit strategy, strategy to begin with, I think it's going pretty well. Cool. So Steve just said what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> dumbass. I didn't know you were going to say that. My point is, is that the media is so hungry for scandal. And it reminds me of the the era of now. 
Br- Britain is a little better now, but back in the day when they killed Princess Diana, <laughs> the media was a little fucked up. But they're so hungry for it, they immediately were like, um, Biden impeachment? Uh, and then and then they're all like, he's he's a fucking pussy, and he's not doing anything about it. And then two days later, we're sending troops back there. Was it done perfectly? No. Was there any way to leave Afghanistan perfectly? No. It's a mess. Afghanistan's always been a mess. Yeah. It's been a mess because two countries got involved in shit they shouldn't have gotten involved in. And that's the Soviet Union and us. Both of them made their fair amount of mistakes. Wasn't it wasn't was, it. wasn't Alexander the Great one of the other ones that tried to conquer Afghanistan and lost? I think so too, yeah. yeah. And the and the I want to say the Ottomans, but somebody it, it's that area is known for just not working out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and the, and there's a lot of like nuances and this person did that and everyone's pointing fingers. Everybody's got their hands dirty in that area yeah. of the world. Well, like, you know, a lot of people that criticize in the media right now are saying that the media and I agreed with this and I've agreed with this for a long time is that they have short term memory. Right. You know, they don't realize that like, it's not it's not they have short term memory. Most people have short term. memory. Yeah, but the media so they perpetuates can say dumb that. shit. Of course they do, because the me- the problem is, is our media shouldn't be based on ratings. Yeah. Like a like a fucking sitcom. You know, it yeah. should just we should just have networks. But the problem is, is how do you do that? It would have to be like state funded and then you have bigger issues. <laughs> but it's it, it's the the problem really isn't in the media. The problem is that the majority, a lot of people are just are just foolish and they believe whatever is said and they get the everyone is addicted to to scandal now you know and it's like biden if one thing i can say is a relatively boring president yeah which is great for me that's what i wanted yeah i didn't want an explosion every other fucking day but now there's a a slight well not slight but there's something going on and now all of a sudden we've forgotten that what bush did in this area we've forgotten what trump was saying in this area obama mm-hmm. all this other shit and his other stuff too like um i don't know but the media is weird because they they're jumping down biden's throat for this but they don't jump down his throat for the immigration problems well one of the things that some people were saying is that the media is overcompensating because they were lambasted for being too critical of trump so this is the media's way of overcompensating, of saying, oh, look, look, we're, yeah. you know, we're criticizing him. But at the same token, you know, um, you know, people seem to forget that, people, I, pe- I, people. I just think they want ratings, to be yeah. honest. Well, yeah, I mean, but, you know, they've been heavily criticized by the, the right. So, you know, the media likes to get that money because it's all about money and rating ad revenue. But one one thing that I was uh, my my last point here is, is that um, people have been saying that, you know, like the Republicans have been jumping out and saying, oh, Biden should be impeached. Biden should resign for this fiasco. And I was kind of like, well, you understand that Trump's the one that made this deal. Like he, he, the guy that he made the the pact with is a guy he released from Guantanamo Bay and is now leading the Taliban. But this is Biden's problem. This is Biden's fault. Even one of the, um, one of the, uh, what was it? Uh, one of the right wing um, news sites that congratulated Trump for releasing those Taliban people from Guantanamo Bay and making this deal purged that page purged that page after the whole thing with uh, 
with uh, Afghanistan went down. Now you just get a 404 error code. Um, so it's like, yeah, you know, we're all just playing politics here. But the, the right that's going around saying like, oh, he needs to be impeached or he needs to resign. It's like, look, you know what? Trump invited the Taliban to Camp David on 9-11. And then everybody went, yeah, you know what? That's, that might be a bad idea. But also, Trump didn't do anything in regards to Russian bounties on soldiers' heads. And, you know, they were killed by Taliban forces. And, you know, he didn't step down. So you guys all need to sit down and shut the fuck up. All I know with great certainty, as a 36-year-old American, is our government does shady shit. Oh, it yeah. doesn't. It, it it doesn't really matter who's who's pulling the strings. Shady shit's going on, you know. And it's it's um like I said with the immigration thing, not one president gives a fuck about the Mexican border. They might tell you they do, they don't. They really don't, because it's not Mexicans can't vote, so they they don't care. Yeah. You know, so and it's sad. Well, not it according really to Republicans. Uh, according to Republicans, you know, illegals vote all the time. That's how Trump lost the popular vote. Yeah, but the Democrats know better. That's why they don't care. <laughs> 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 it's like they, they'll always say, oh, well, Obama did something for immigration. What? Like the dreamers thing. Yeah. You know, I, I get this people who are already here. There's been some strides. But the border. I mean, look at our, our vice president is really unpopular right now. Yeah. Like people do not like this chick. And you got the feminists who are saying, oh, it's because she's a woman. No, nah, she's just kind of a bitch. Like she's she's not very tactful when she speaks, unfortunately. And I think everybody has gotten kind of over that since the last president. And when she was saying – what did she say she, at the border? She was like, just don't come here. Yeah, just don't come here. It's like <laughs> – It's like same old fucking – same old song and dance. Yeah. You know, it's just wrapped in a different in, – in a different wrapper. That's it. You know, so um, do I think we're better off? without trump as president of course i do um mainly because he just pissed off everybody outside of this country right um but do i think that it's all fucking sunshine and that's the main thing and Stephen i have brought that up before is that one of the biggest problem with trump's in the alt-right is they worshiped him like he was this this idol no one worships biden yeah you know, it's we wanted him in there because he was better than yeah, we better Trump. Than what we had, yeah. He's been getting criticized left and right. You ain't doing this right. You ain't doing that right. You ain't doing this right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's how it's supposed to be in a free society. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't. And in into his do his credit, he does not stop anybody from doing that. Trump used to try to stop people from criticizing yeah. him. And like all, and the one thing I respected Biden for was the fact that he said he goes, you know what? There's a lot of time to criticize and do that after the fact. Let's just get this job done, and then we can criticize afterwards. Yeah. And I was like, which you is know, a very which... working class kind of attitude. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? You can sit around and bitch while we're do f trying to put out this fire, or you can actually shut up, help us put out this fire, and then we'll talk about. Yeah. Then we'll know, figure out what what, what we did wrong. wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I agree. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. We have no ads on these shows, so. We can be independent, and uh, we can only continue doing that with your support. And if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. That or donate button. Or hit up us on the uh, on that OnlyFans, you know, because Adam, Adam's got a spread on there that... <laughs> spread, in, <laughs> spread in multiple ways, you folks. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you can't help us out monetarily... Which we uh, get... We get it, okay? 
you can share the show with your with your buddies. I I like that Steve put buddies in here because no one says that. I feel like he puts stuff in here sometimes just to throw me off. You say buddies more than anybody. Do I? Yeah, you do. I don't even fucking I don't even recall to That's be good. honest. I probably do though. It's probably it's your Boston side. Hey buddy. It's your, oh, I do it. Oh yeah, I do yeah. it when someone's annoying me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. With your friend Adam uh, from Boston. <laughs> I say but when someone's annoying me it's buddy or pal. Oh yeah. Hey pal. Share it with your pal. Share, yeah. <laughs> share the show hey, with pal, your pal. Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> hey pal, um, share the show. Fuck off. <laughs> I also say chief sometimes, but that's usually just to my kids. Right. Or when you're pissed um, off at somebody, hey chief. <laughs> hey chief. Um that is a very Boston thing, huh? This yeah. weird, like, little fucking fake friend pet names that you call somebody when they're pissing you off. Right. Um. Anyway, I'm say how to your mom this. for me. Yeah. All right, buddy. Rate the show on iTunes. This will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Uh, trust me. Also, I did realize um that iTunes does not support the playback of FLAC files which annoyed the fuck out of me, and I uninstalled the program immediately. So <laughs> just want to wanna throw that out there. Or you could get what I did and got a flak, you know, got one of those converters and then just... I was looking into it, but they all looked like they were going to give me a LimeWire grade virus. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know. I mean, I'll talk to you off, off the podcast and you can tell me what, what I need to get. All right. <laughs> all janky-ass websites, bro. I was like, no, no, why no. Does, why does this got 1992 font? I'm like, it's got why a GeoCities. It, it's got like spinning fucking art. And, what the fuck? This looks like a MySpace page. What the hell is <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Homestead? What the GeoCities? <laughs> What the fuck Jeez. is this? Powered by GeoCities. <laughs> you log on my CompuServe login. Uh, you can check out all the other shows available on the Lazy Geeks Network. There's our Star Trek-centered podcast, The Away Team, and then my show, The Gen Xer Podcast, which discusses modern issues from a generation point of Generation X point of view. All available wherever the fuck you got this show. That's right. That's right. I That's forgot right. Another bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, if you want to be a part of the show. Uh, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, Or email us, thelazygeeks at thelazygeeks.com. By the way, By the uh, way that's, that's what, the geeks that's, at thelazygeeks.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what William Shatner does. <laughs> I always <laughs> like to do that sometimes. You just keep going up and down and pitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's supposed to happen with intermittent pauses. If you want to be part of the show, hit us up. It's it's fun to do. <laughs> I don't all... think he does it on purpose, but I think it's fun to do. Or when you you do it in person and you do that that like pause when your head kind of moves in like several different directions because you're like <laughs> look like you're spazzing out. Yeah. Well, you can email us at the geeks at thelazygeeks.com. <laughs> and you're like going, is this dude having a stroke? Like, what the fuck is going? Right. on? Do we need to call somebody? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.